Welcome to episode five of M.T. Stevenson's Organic Honey, and I am M.T. Stevenson. This episode is called Loving Negativity. Brothers and sisters, thank you so much for tuning in for yet another sip and chat. So the holidays are here. Christmas is down the street and New Year's is right around the corner. And we are all so excited to see the new year come in and to give presents to our loved ones. I, for one, could smell the apple pie that my husband is going to bake. And I love Christmas cookies, especially gingerbread. Hi, mom. Gingerbread cookies. Hint, hint. And to see the twinkling lights of all the trees and knowing that Winterfest is happening and going on. And there's going to be millions of little children sitting on Santa's lap giving them their uh, Christmas list. It gives me a sense of happiness. It gives me a sense of hope and it gives me a sense of wonderment. Except, well, the holidays are not that anymore. And that's kind of sad because, well, we turned it into something that's so negative. And I believe that we turn every situation into a negative one because we love negativity. I mean, let's take Christmas, for example. This is a time where we're supposed to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior and Instead of thinking about that or the wonderful, cute little faces of those children as they open up their presents and see exactly what Santa has gave them, we don't think about that either. You know what we think about? Standing in long lines, spending money that we don't have, the weather being cold, being agitated by the people in that line, dragging all of that stuff home, staying up all night, wrapping it, and cannot wait until it's all over. And I'm thinking, wow. Christmas, happy, no, uh uh-uh, not anymore. And I'm sure some of us are looking forward to the new year as well. You know, the ball dropping and champagne and parties and spending time with loved ones and dressing up in fancy dresses and wonderful suits. And are we thinking about that? No. We're thinking about all the crime that's going to happen and all the COVID counts that we're going to hear about the next day and and wondering why we have to work that day when we'd rather be at home and, well, more negative thoughts. And we saturate our minds with those negative thoughts because we're preconditioned that way. And that is sad. Let's take the news, for example. The news is full of negative information, and they do that purposefully. And they do that because they know that we, as watchers, love to hear about gunshots. We love to hear about fires and kidnappings because those are exciting stories. And it make us think, well, better than someone else than us. And that's such a bad way to think. And it is negative. We watch reality shows. Reality shows, what it started off to be is people living in a lap of luxury and and these big houses that you can only dream of with a bank account that you can only think about. It's turned from that to fights, skirmishes, brawls, arguments, who's getting poor, who's in scandal, who's getting a divorce, and who's getting fat. And that's why we tune in each and every week to see the demise of someone. We watch shows like True True Hollywood Stories and Unsung because we don't want to hear about the celebrities who came from nothing and shot up to fame and got a whole lot of money and doing great things with the community and their talents. I mean, they mention that. And yeah, we like that. But that's not what we tune in for. We watch True Hollywood Story because we want to see about the drugs. We want to see about the scandal. We want to see about the sex mess. We want to hear about the detrimental things that happened to them that made them go to their demise. 
That's what we want to hear about. We want to hear about overdoses and overindulgence and bankruptcy courts. That's why we watch that type of stuff, because we love negativity. Some of us even surround ourselves full of people that are negative so that we can boost our own egos and think better them than us. Yeah, we all have those friends where we go out with and we socialize with and we hang out with and all they can talk about is how their boyfriend is doing them wrong, how their kid is acting up and how their money is funny and they strange they change is strange. And that's what we want to hear about. We don't care that you got that doctorate. We don't care that you bought that brand new house of your dreams. We don't care about any of that. No, we want to hear about the scandalous mess. We even have family members that only converse with you when something is bad. There's people that call me to tell me about who did what to who and why aunt so-and-so steal all the money and why uncle so-and-so hasn't visited us in 30 years and how this kid went to jail and how this kid got shot and bad, bad, bad. Never do anyone call you and go, hey, MT, how's it going? What's new with you? We're so happy that you're doing great things for the world and humanity. No, we don't want to hear that. We want to hear mess, skirmishes. We want to hear the juice. We want to hear the tea. We want to hear the gossip because it's all bad and it's not us. However, we have to think that when people are bringing negative stuff to us, sure enough, they're bringing your negative stuff to other people and the cycle repeats and it goes on. So much where there are good things happening in the world and that is sidelined by all the negative. There are celebrities who have used their platform and their riches for good. They have built up inner city uh, neighborhoods. They have gave to one of these charities. They have done wonderful things for the community and humanity at large. And instead of being celebrated for their wonderful accomplishments, what do we do? Well, you know, that's just a tax write-off. That's why they gave all that money. You know, that's just going to be for Instagram and for photo ops and, and everything. You know, they're not really doing that. That was just some publicists that put them up to that. Because we love negativity. We cling to it. We wear it like an overcoat. We hug up uh, at night with it. And that is sad. It really is. And we don't see the good things that's happening in our lives either. Instead of... Little Johnny bringing home straight A's from school. We thinking about how horrible it was when we had to homeschool them with the computers. <sighs> the kids will never be able to learn this way. And it's a miracle that he got those A's because this is so difficult and it's so much time. And I've had enough with this. Again, negative thinking. And that's going to kill us as a society because it already has. It already has. And we cling to that stuff because... Well, I think negativity is constant. I think negativity is the one thing that we can all count on because everybody in the world is going to go through something negative. Everybody in the world is going to experience this at least once a day, if not more. And if the negativity isn't there, then what do we have to talk about? We do this at work. Some of us who work outside the home, we go and because we're social beings, we befriend people and we talk to people, but we don't talk to them about what's going on in our lives and what's positive influences that we're making and what great strides that we're doing and how much we are helping people in need. We don't talk about that because nobody wants to hear it because nobody cares. What we do talk about 
is how our money is funny. What we do talk about is how the job just don't pay us what we're worth. What we do talk about is how those patients or those customers just got on our last nerves with that slick mouth. And if they say one more thing to us, we're going to knock them out clean and smooth. That's the kind of stuff that goes to our heads, especially when you get into it with supervisors or managers. Now, that is a negative language that everybody speaks. There is always somebody or a group of people who do not like the supervisors that do not like the management. Oh, so because they get paid an extra $2, they think they can own us and rule us and tell us what to do, even if it doesn't make sense. And unfortunately, in some cases, that is true. And the thing about negativity, I'm not exempt. I have to admit that I have dove headfirst into the negativity pool. I'm no better than anybody else. And I feel badly about it now because I could have saved myself a whole lot of time and a whole lot of grief. I mean, when I was a kid, I wanted to hang out with the cool kids, but they were negative because they talked about other people. They had ostracized certain people who did not look like them. And that's why they became the cool kids. And well, I was not, but I still wanted to gravitate to them. It didn't matter about the nerds that thought that I was great or wonderful or was like me. Oh, no, I had to be in with the cool kids because, well, I didn't want anybody else to think I wasn't cool and they never did. Instead, they dissected every part of me to make me feel badly about me. And unfortunately, we carry all of that until our adulthood. My first job, well, it's not my first job, but it was a job that I stayed at for a very long time. And I was in retail and I seen people come and go and they wanted what they want and they will cuss you out if you didn't give them that two dollars off. And day after day after day, instead of thanking God that you have the means to buy this merchandise, they will complain about it. Oh, well, I had this coupon and you didn't apply it. And yesterday they said this one was X amount of dollars and now it's X amount of dollars. And if you think I'm going to pay that, you get a second thing coming. And of course, the manager was no different. She was a good person. She really was. She helped us out a lot. She taught us a lot. She was there for us when we had our most detrimental things to happen to our lives. But as a manager... She worked the nerve. She really did. She took over. She would teach us how to do said task just for her to take it all over upon herself, do it because we just was not doing it her way. And then when the higher ups come in, it was all our fault that stuff wasn't right. Even though she took over, she did everything. We, well, were dead weight to her. Negative, negative, negative. And it brought up a sense of, hatred or uh, resentment towards her and she wasn't even a bad person she just well a manager and that also carried with me for the rest of my life even at the current job some of the people at my job I really really like and admire and and well you know what I can say that I love each and every person at my job because they all have taught me something about myself They made me see things about myself that I didn't know. They made me realize that our words have power for good or evil. And, well, my coworkers, they had no problem telling me that my tongue was evil. Yeah, I admit, when the gossip meals flied around, I was head first in that, and I'm not proud of it. But 
they kind of contributed to it. They did. And I'm not blaming them. I'm blaming, well, all of us because we all think negative. I would sit at my lunch table. They would come and tell me about this person, that person, that person, this person. And I would go, oh, yeah, that happened. No one told me Well, I'm telling you now. Ooh, mm -mm. I wouldn't do that if I was them. I wouldn't be over there with them if I was them. Don't she know she talking about her behind her back? And it would go on and on and on. And I would feed into the negativity. There was even an instance where there was a young lady that used to work there and she brought in her boyfriend and automatically I knew that was going to be trouble. And because I'm negative thinking just like the rest of them, I had my two cent opinion that I had to voice. I'm telling her, don't crap where you eat. This could only go wrong. She was attractive. He was attractive. And all the other women there, especially the single ones were attractive too. And they were probably looking at him, but Oh no, they had to diss her in her relationship because well that was something that was positive going on for her but it had negative connotations where he was looking at me he was hitting on me he was licking his lips towards me I wouldn't trust him he's a player he's a cat and instead of her thinking about her and a boyfriend getting to spend time together and make money and make a difference she soaked all of that negativity in and at the time, I even told her, well, look at the source. Look at the people that's telling you all of this. These people aren't all that great either. They got boyfriends that's cheating on them, that's dissing them on social media, and they're paying good money to home these people. And they're not all of that great either. They're the same boat you in. Actually, you're probably better off because at least your boyfriend is working and you get to see him every day. They don't know where they men are. And, well, I became a pariah. I sure did. For basing a truthful yet negative opinion, which was, yeah, again, truthful, I became the bad one. I'm the negative one. Oh, MT always got to run that mouth. Oh, she always got something to say. Why don't she just mind her own business? Y'all have to remember, I didn't ask you. You came to me because you knew I was going to have an opinion. You knew I was going to have something negative to say about it that you all can feed off of. But yet, I'm the bad one. And you know what? I was. Now, when I started this podcast, my co-workers, who I am very fond of, they all wanted to know one thing. When are you going to talk about the job? Well, it's a podcast. It's a testimony. It's my life. It's my experiences. And the job is part of it. But I want to delve into the positivity of my life and how we got from point A to point B. I want to talk about the stuff that I want to talk about. Okay, well, we're just listen when you get to that. Well, dang, negative, negative, negative. And they all wanted and waited and hoped in anticipation for me to talk about the job because they know me being MT will have something negative to say. And you know what? I'm going to give you exactly what you want because it's the holidays and tis the season to give. So there is no secret around my workplace that me and the manager do not get along. And it's not for lack of effort. I mean, I don't think the manager is a bad person. I honestly believe that she don't think I'm a bad person. I personally believe that it's just a personality clash. And I'm going to leave it there. But that's not how it was. And that's certainly not how it started. I've been at this workplace for a while. And she came for... She'd been there for about a year or so. And 
when you've been at a workplace for as long as I have, if not longer, you get comfortable in what you're doing. You know the task, you've done it repeatedly, everything is repetitive, and you get a sense of security of knowing that everybody else around you is doing the same thing for the same purpose, not just for helping people, but for earning a check. And I admit, I was extremely comfortable with my task. I'm doing a task that no one else wants to do or dare to do or deign to do. And she comes in and most new managers do this. They come in, they assess, and then they want to change. Just flip stuff around for no reason. At least we don't think it's a good reason to do so. So she was no exception. She, the manager, came in and on week one, she rearranged everything. We were all used to stations being up a certain way and they were set a certain way for that reason. And she just changed it. Just, I think it looked better this way. Well, any interior designer would tell you that you don't want to close in space. You want to open in space. You want to make the space look bigger, not smaller. And she did just that. It became claustrophobic and it started to not make sense. And I said, okay. I'm just let that ride because she's the manager. I'm sure she's going somewhere with this and she's new and we're just used to our comfort level. And comfort level is a way to be negative because that means you're not growing, you're not elevating, you're not moving, you're not changing. So I decided to just, let's see where she goes with this. But after a week or two of working with this new arrangement, I, being MT, had to say something. Can we change it back to the way it was now? This was cute, but can we change it back? Why do you want to change it back? She says. I'm like, because it's counterproductive to what we're doing. And why is it counterproductive? She says. Well, and before I can get out the statement as to why, well, we'll talk about it later. And for manager talk, that means screw you. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. I said, fine. I left it alone for a while. But then other things started happening. I mean, we had a lot of issues and most workplaces do, but that's not what we're there for. We're there to provide the service so that these people can be healed and helped and to earn a paycheck. Yes, but somehow with all the implemented changes, we lost sight of why we're there and more negative thoughts start to happen. So she would tell us to do things differently and we didn't like it because we don't like change. And it started off as mundane as possible but then it became disrespectful so under her leadership of management you have supervisors and these supervisors will work alongside with us they learned our jobs they learned our duties they know exactly who's good at what and they was able to shift and move people accordingly and make your talents shine for greater production so that these people could be helped and healed and they will make the schedule and it will make sense for them to make schedules because they know who can do what the best and they were really good at making these schedules. No one complained. Everybody knew what it was and it was something that was consistent that we can count on. Well, the manager didn't like that. So she would take the schedule and start playing some new code with it. Just moving numbers around for the sake of moving numbers around because her authority and her power was more important than productivity. And I believe that. And after a while, everyone started to get frustrated. Everybody started to get angry, starting resenting what you're doing. And, well, I do have a slick mouth on me. 
and I had to say something. So I say, Miss Manager, why are we changing this? Why are we moving that? And it's easy for you to be able to change things when you're not doing it. But we have worked here for so many years. We all are experts at what we do. It makes no sense to change it. Or at the very least, have a discussion with us so we can come up with a solution together. She wasn't trying to hear that. And I became so vocal that my name was synonymous with spilling the tea, spilling the gossip. People would come up to me every day. What did she do now? What happened today? Because it was always something. She took the bull by the horns and took me into the office to tell me <laughs> that I am negative, that I create a hostile environment, and I'm aggressive. Well, wow. Negative, negative, negative. Well, you don't really know me as a person to say these things. And I can see why she would say that because of my vocal abilities. You know, and then it went from hurling insults to microaggression to a place that I don't even want to go anymore. And I'm thinking, how did we get here? Because it's negative. It's just negative. We like negativity. We can't just go to work, earn a check, provide a great service, help people and go home. No, we have to make it dramatic. We have to make it chaotic. We have to make it something that is not supposed to be because we have to cling to something that's negative. And after a while, well, I got tired of it. I really did. And I left it there. And I thought to myself, what would happen if I just change my mindset. Yeah. Because you know. Negativity is indeed a choice. We None of us have to be negative. None of us have to think the way we think. And what does happen that's negative in our lives. Is not the end or the beginning of our story. That's not where it star starts and stops. That's just not it. What if I was to change my mindset. Think more positive. Let me put myself in her shoes perhaps. Just so I won't have to come to work feeling angry. Because that's not getting me anywhere. It's making my head hurt. It's making me angry. It's got my name synonymous with negative thoughts and statements. And do I care about other people think about me? No, because I'm self-aware. But you still don't want that connotation amongst yourself. So I thought I can't change the manager. I can't change the people I work with. I can't change the negative vibes that come in there, but I can change me. And you know what? It was a whole lot easier changing me than I thought it would be. So I put myself in her shoes and thought, why won't they just listen? Why won't they just have respect? Why can't I just say what I want to say, do what I want to do? They put me in this position for a reason. Just leave it there. That was first step for me. I just started to comply. Well, you tell me to do something, I'll just do it. Because when it goes wrong, and it will, it's all your fault and not mine. Is that exactly a positive thought? No, but it made me feel better. And I didn't have to worry about hating you. Now I can just worry about doing my job. Well, you told me to do it, so there it is. You have no one but to blame for yourself. Yeah. So then, second step was for me to sort of walk away from all the gossip and the drama. Now, people still come up to me with their gossip, with their drama, with their mess. 
And if they really want to talk to me, I listen. And that's because we do not know what anybody else is thinking. Yes, we know it's a negative thought there, but we really don't know what they're going through. We really don't know what the uh, slings and arrows of their outrageous fortunes. We do not know the problems that they have to face on a daily basis. And for the manager, she's no exception. We don't know what her home life is like. We don't know what happens once you leave out of those doors. We don't know. And we, as people, should not judge based on that. We don't know that the rearranging and the micromanaging is from either lack of knowledge or detrimental at home or just emotional problems. We don't know. We don't know. So we as humans are to give these people grace and give ourselves some grace because we do the same thing. We can't wait to go to that uh, co-worker or that best friend to tell us, tell them about all of our negative stuff either. They don't, they might not want to hear that stuff either. They do, but they don't because they got their own and it's a back and forth. So now I listen and I keep it confidential and I don't tell anybody else's other stuff. I just don't. Because that does not help me. That certainly does not help them. And maybe I'm the person that they want to talk to because they trust me. And that's a good thing. And why would you want to beseech anyone else's trust? And I leave it there. And then third step for me was taking all the negative feedback that I got from other people. And I really thought about that. It was always empty. You talk too much. You always got something to say. You always in somebody's business. Well, I talk too much. Well, I'm a storyteller by nature, so that's probably true. You always got something to say. Yeah, because no one else is listening. So I have all of these ideas, all of these thoughts. They have to come out. You always in somebody's business. Well, you bring the business to me. But what about my business? You know what? How about I tell my business, use my voice, and hope that it helps somebody else? Testimony. Podcast. There we go. Positivity. And I'm happy that I took that route instead. And as I thought about doing this podcast and telling my stories from my point of, my point of view, I'm also learning about the Lord, the Lord. I'm also learning the word of God and I'm cracking open Bibles and I'm listening to services and I'm listening to sermons and I'm listening to testimonies and ministries of other people. And I'm listening to everything that's positive. And you know what? Just as negativity is contagious, so is positivity. And I started to feel better about myself. My heart started to become lighter. My mind started to become clearer. And I know that all the negative thoughts that I have doesn't have to be that way. You can overcome because as the Bible will say, he that overcometh shall inherit all things. So why not just think positivity? It's so much easier. I don't have to wear all of the negative on my back anymore because now I have something else to look forward to. And ironically, if it wasn't for the manager that I had, emotional problems with, I would never found my purpose of positivity. So thank you, manager. I appreciate it. But that's what I want for everybody else, especially this year, this time of season where it's all supposed to be about happiness and wonderment and joy. 
Let's bring joy to ourselves instead of negativity. Let's not focus on what we don't have and focus on what we do have. And let's pray for the folks who don't have it to get it too. Why can't we just start there? Why can't we just be happy with what we have? Happy that we are blessed to see yet another day. Happy that we can help someone change the course of their life so that they can live a life of positivity too. Why can't we do that? Why can't we? Is it because we're too negative or because we don't want to look inside ourselves for change? And we don't want to look inside ourselves for growth. And we don't want to look inside ourselves to elevate. But I think we ought to change that. Negativity, loving negativity is not something that I want to love. You know what? I think I like peace better. Peace. Peace is still. Peace is quiet. Peace gives you something to look forward to. Peace gives you excited for rest. Peace gives you happiness from the inside out because now you have a future and the future looks bright. Now you have something great to look forward to and not have to worry about what's weighing you down. You know, I like being up. Heaven is up. God is up. Hopefully stocks will be up pretty soon. So we'll all be up. I like up. And I like peace and I like calm and I like serenity. So I think it's time for me to give up on negativity. I think it's time for us to break up, go our separate ways and reach for positive. Sometimes positivity has negative effects, but I think they're worth it. Okay, so there's not so many people talking to me at the lunch table anymore about gossip and mess. But now I get time to myself. And I get to think about all the wonderful things that have that I have going on and yet to have. I get to catch up on great stuff. I get to catch up on wonderful music. I get to I get to be creative in my own mind. And with my thoughts of positivity, I can go a lot further. And it gets me to the day. And I don't have to worry about, oh, I will only be happy once I get home. Because now I have a reason to be happy all the time because I think positively now. So, yeah. Turn those negative energies and negative connotations into positive ones. It would be so much better. Yeah, you'll alienate some people because they don't have you to feed off of on negative energy. But isn't the peace in your heart worth it? I mean, it takes a lot less to smile than it does to frown. It'll save your face and make you beautiful and make you radiant. And make you vibrant. Positivity is where it's at. And that's what I want for all of you brothers and sisters. I want positivity. I want good vibes. I want uplifts. I want to hear your success stories. And not the detrimental ones. And I'm going to pray. For each and every one of you. As well as myself. To chase happiness. And not fall in love with negativity. And I'm also going to exercise some grace because I think we all need that. Jesus gave us all grace. He gave us the ultimate sacrifice for our sins so that we wouldn't have to feel the way we feel. This is not a good way to pay Jesus back. And we never could. But I would like to know that I'm on a better side than not. Because negativity, it makes your shoulders ache. It makes your head spin. It, it brings people together in the wrong way and the cycle just goes on. But positivity, 
Well, positivity makes everything light and brighter. It gives you just a sense of wonderment, of joy and solace. And isn't that what this holiday season is about? And why do we relegate it just to the holidays? You should want peace forever. Everlasting life. So yeah, I think I'm going to chase peace. I think I'm going for happiness. So negativity, I'm so sorry, but this is where I bid you adieu. And brothers and sisters, I thank you all so much for listening to another story of M.T. Stevenson's Organic Honey. You can find me on Spotify or Anchor every Tuesday and Friday. There will be new episodes. And until then, be blessed and happy holidays.